To kick off each hour of the Best of the Quest Pledge Drive, we've asked the Catholic schools in the Archdiocese to say a prayer. Hi, my name is Adina Bui. I attend St. John the Evangelist Catholic School in Hapeville, and I am in the eighth grade. The thing I love most about my school is how everyone at our school is like one big family and community. I'm happy to lead you all in prayer today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Gracious God, thank you for sending your son Jesus to guide us to the right path and show us how to live. He showed us that love really makes all the difference. May his example always remind us that we are to love one another at all times. Help us to go forth today and every day to share your love to all we meet. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Remember to listen every day to AM 1160 The Quest. Beautiful. I love kicking off the hours with those uh, prayers from the kids. I'm Dave Savage. I am the programming and production manager here at AM 1160 The Quest, and this is the Best of the Quest Pledge Drive. Uh, you just heard the phone numbers and the ways to we'll mention it a little bit later on, too. Uh, but I want to thank, uh, before we start off, get too far in this hour, uh, thanks to Chick-fil-A Roswell for providing breakfast each morning of the Pledge Drive. We really appreciate that. And if you have been listening to the Best of the Quest Pledge Drive for the last hour or so, uh, you know who Tony is, Tony Yusita Velez. Uh, welcome back for the second hour. I appreciate it. Thanks yeah. for having me back. Absolutely. And you have uh, brought a guest with you. Yes. We, we, we switched it up now. Uh, we have Ignacio. Ignacio Taboada, right? Incorrect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, Ignacio, do you, do you go by Ignacio or do you go by Nacho? Which, which do you prefer? Uh, Nacho is fine. Okay. I think that uh, it gets a little confusing because somebody gave my short name to a potato chip in this country, but uh, <laughs> but actually in the rest of the world, Nacho is short for Ignacio, kind of like Gregory Greg or... So it's fine. Nacho is, is, is here. And if it's any consolation, in my opinion, the, the nacho cheese Doritos are really the best. They're very good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Too bad I didn't get any royalties or anything. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, you know, last hour, that, that rules comment would have, would have fit perfectly with our last hour of the business of our faith. Uh, but uh, this hour, we're talking about uh, the universality of our faith, the universality of our Catholic faith. And... Um, you know, just dissecting in terms of the international aspects of, you know, uh, the Catholic faith, you know, the, the people, it's one of the, the largest institutions on the planet, you know, with uh, 2 billion follow, uh, followers out there, which is, is amazing. But the richness of the faith is so beautiful. Uh, the saints from all different continents, you know, I, I don't think we have a saint from Antarctica. Uh, that I'm, I'm not sure of. But um, in any case, uh, so much richness to, to share. And we're going to talk about that there during this hour, the universality of our faith, all in the spirit of evangelization, <clears throat> all in the spirit of trying to to make sure that we get listeners out there to feel inspired to contribute especially our international community out there that wants to be able to see and promote um, the faith, God's kingdom on earth. We need anyone from uh, United States, outside the United States. Uh, it doesn't really matter. Uh, you can uh, make a donation to thequestatlanta.com, uh, or you can call in uh, via the phone at 470-508-1160. So we really appreciate your donation. The mission is evangelization of God's kingdom. And we're here joined with uh, Ignacio Taboada, Nacho, a.k.a. Nacho. And we're going to explore a little bit. What is it, you know, a little bit about uh, the universality of our faith? So, Nacho, I'll begin with you. Why don't you, you kind of share a little bit about your background? Um, you're, you're, you don't sound like a, a, a Southern Georgia uh, born, but I uh, could no, be wrong. No, I, I, I was born and raised in Spain. And I moved to the States uh, when I was probably 21 years old to the Midwest. And I went to Catholic. I, I came for the summer, and I'm still here. So that's been like 44 years ago. So I think that that's really how how the Holy Spirit sometimes drives our life. And uh, and then uh, eventually graduated from college, moved to Georgia, and I've been married for 35 years uh, with a Spanish lady that I found here in Atlanta. So so and we have two boys that they were born and raised here in in Atlanta and. Uh, and basically, the, the I'm a, been involved with parishes and evangelization in one form or another for a number of years, and I think uh, I think today's scripture was interesting. I was reading the scripture today, and and when they asked Jesus, you know, who, who are my brothers and, and sisters, 
and he said, "Well, all those that uh, preach and practice what I say, you know." Mm-hmm. So I thought it was uh, very appropriate for for already when I was coming. I said, "Well, yeah. that hit me like a rock." And I said, "Man, it's amazing that how can sometimes the God speaks to you through the through the scripture?" And I said. You know, I think that that's what I am here. You know, Mother Angelica was a a big, uh, to me, a big, um, what's the word? The, well, I forget the, the, the word. I mean, but inspiration. I'm, inspiration, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I read the books and I was doing the Spanish mm-hmm. radio shows and I'm here in Atlanta, I came from Spain, but I, at the end is what Tony was saying. I think we are all part of the same church. Mm-hmm. We are called for different missions and different things and, and thanks for, for the quest and uh, EWTN for being here. Also, I have a niece uh, happens to be working for EWTN in Espanol in, in, in the Vatican. She's a, oh, wow. re- a reporter for, and, and she took the job like a year ago. Wow, and, that's and, pretty uh, cool. Almudena, and, uh, and she's writing articles in Asian, so sometimes I see her name. So so I love to see how the, the connection of the Holy Spirit and everything comes comes, comes to Can play. I just jump in here real quick? I sure. just want to say, because you were saying, Nacho, how uh, like you, you saw the reading today and it really jumped out at you. It, and so many times, I, I can't. If I had a dollar for every time I heard this, I'd be very wealthy man right now. But so many times I've heard people say that they turned on the quest, and at that moment there was something that spoke to them. Yes, that they. It's like whoa, like like that was put on the radio just for them at that moment. Yeah, and then to me, I mean, the first time I, I remember, I was going to the gym like years ago at six o'clock in the morning, and so yeah, I turned on the TV. And I started listening to full uh, uh, Bishop Sheen, mm-hmm. and I and I was listening to it. And, and instead of going to the gym, I ended up just sitting in the car listening to the whole program. And I said, "Who is this guy? I have no I have no idea who Fulton Sheen is." And then after that, I started listening to WTN, and then I started listening to sister, uh, Mother Angelica, and then I started listening to Open Line, and and suddenly I find myself that this program is really very helpful, you know? It is. And instead of wasting your time with other stations, you can actually <laughs> listen to something historic product. It helps me as a Catholic, and it helps other people understanding better our faith. And here we are, you know, from, from Spain, Peru, and everything, and it's what you're saying is what Catholics all mm-hmm. about, you know? And if you want to keep supporting, keep keep the quest on the air, the only way that happens is through donations. We really do need donations just to stay on the air. Uh, this is the Best of the Quest Pledge Drive, AM 1160 The Quest. And if you want to donate or pledge, you can call 470-508-1160, or you can go to thequestatlanta.com, or you can tap the Donate button on your Quest Atlanta app, which is, I'm sure, on your phone. I mean, you got to have the Quest Atlanta app on your phone. So go ahead and hit that Donate button, and we really appreciate that. Um yeah. Okay, Tony. Yeah, absolutely. You know what's interesting too. You know, Nacho is uh, beyond today's you know daily uh, scriptural reading is on the Catholic calendar. Today is the uh, uh, the uh, the Saint Day of Saint Andrew Kim Taigon. He's a uh, um, priest and martyr. He was one of the um, we have we have a lot of in Atlanta. We have a lot of the Korean community here, mm-hmm. um, and you know Korea and many of the early years in the early like uh, 17th century was really c- kind of closed off to uh, Christianity. But he was one of the uh, early unofficial, you know, lay persons or, or priests that was really laid his life along with uh, several others that were martyred for the faith. Uh, I think he was martyred um, in order because he refused to uh, make sacrifices to some of the, the the pagan worship that was done. But, you know, this is a, a great tie-in. So we hear the word of God today, you know, where, you know, Jesus says, you know, you know, who is my, you know, brother, who is, you know, my mother? Um, and what he's implying there is that we're all brothers and sisters as part of what? One uni- universal church. And that is the meaning of Catholic, right? It is a universal Christian church, right? And as Catholics, we believe that that was instituted um, you know, by Christ to first with our first Pope Peter. And then from there, you see the the beauty of the the disciples that have respected that authority. And then the apostles that ensued in thinking about Paul, thinking about Timothy and thinking about their evangelization across the globe in different languages and risking their lives um, just because of the fervor and the belief and the faith. It's so beautiful. 
Now, in Atlanta, you know, this is Atlanta Catholic Radio. Um, you know, we have a very diverse group of individuals here. Uh, and, of course, Nacho, you're, you're from Spain, right? You were born and raised in Spain. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in your travels, I'm sure, like most uh, Europeans, you've had a chance to travel, you know, all throughout Western Europe and beyond. Um, and coming here to the United States, have you found it to be, you know, uh, enjoyable to go into a Catholic church and see the consistency of, you know, God's word, the celebration, or, you know, what have you noticed as some differences and nuances in the faith? Well, it's, it's, it's interesting because coming from Spain that we've been Catholic for 2,000 years, uh, sometimes your faith can become a routine, you know, and you end up losing, even though you, everybody, when I grew up in Spain, there are only two religions, practicing Catholics and not practicing Catholics, basically. So you didn't have the influence of Protestant other religions like you have in this country. So... Sometimes that could be positive or negative because at the end that you end up going through the routine, you know, yes, because it's a tradition and we have great traditions, but you end up losing your personal relation with, with Christ. And uh, what I found here in the United States that being a Catholic, first of all, you have to defend your faith because when I went to Kansas, and my faith at that time was not very strong because I was kind of a teenager, you know, I had other priorities like surfing be a cowboy and having fun, you know. <laughs> Unfortunately, you go through those stages in life, but but finding finding the discussion with Mormons, Mennonites, Protestants, they say, well, what's wrong with these people? What are they having against Mary? You know, what's what's going on? You know, so I think it, in a certain way, helped me appreciating and understanding our, our faith more, the Catholic faith and the history, and, and knowing that most of what we are is because some missionary, some person, as you said, took the effort to, to live everything come to this country and go around the world, whether they were the Jesuits, the Franciscans, the Dominicans, the, the so many orders at one point, and, and then it continued to grow. So what I found in the Catholic faith, the, you know, the best thing is that at the end you connect. When you go into the Mass, for me, I'm co- connecting to the first missionaries that decided to come to this country and establish a church. So when I came to Atlanta, you know, I can go to a Catholic church. The Irish came in, and the and the Polish came in, and the Italians came in. But at the end, I went to to St Andrews, and I had Monsignor Reynolds and Monsignor Lopez, which was kind of a Spaniard too. At one point, he had the Spanish flag always in in the car. I remember it at one point, and then I went to my kids went to Mary's, and then I moved to to All Saints. I have Monsignor Marin. So I don't have a Spanish priest in a certain way, but became very connected to the Irish priests. And I love them. They've been part of, of my life and, uh, and mm-hmm. our family for forever. So it's kind of the same relation that I had in Spain, but I think it made my faith a lot stronger and it helped me connect to personal relation with Christ more in this country than what I had in Spain. Absolutely. Um, you know, I'm a cradle Catholic, and, you know, one thing that I think a lot of uh, either cradle Catholics or even converts to the faith or maybe some uh, even Christian brothers and sisters that are outside the Catholic faith is recognizing that, you know, the Catholic Church is the oldest and largest continuously functioning international institution still on the planet today. Um, It's played such a prominent role in the history and development of multiple different parts of Western civilization. If you think about schools, if you think about hospitals, medicine, um, medicine, science, um, it, it's, it's such a vast faith. And, you know, when I was a little kid, uh, my parents had these uh, red and blue books of the saints. And I always used to love, love going in to uh, and opening up these books and looking at the stories because every story is totally different. Mm-hmm. Every story is to- totally different. And, you know, you talked about, you know, some of the early cowboy years, Nacho, that you had. Well, a lot of the saints had, you know, uh, some very exciting early years in their lives. And, um, you know, but uh, it's, it's, it's seeing the, the, the life transformation and the, the, how the Holy Spirit was able to change and inspire individuals from different parts of the world in Africa, in Asia, in, 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 in Scandinavia. You know, and in the United States, we have uh, Native American saints, you know, as well, Latin American saints, you know. So little thing about me, my I'm first generation American. I was born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, again, cradle Catholic, but my whole family is from Peru. My brother's from Peru. My parents are from Peru, Lima, Peru, exactly. And of course, you know, Peru also has a big influence of the Catholic faith, thanks to the Spaniards, you know, who came in and brought in, you know, the, 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 uh, the, 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 the faith. 
Um, but there's, you know, over time, you know, over time as the faith has expanded, you know, um, there's been uh, individuals that have come out of those civilizations that have been inspired by the truth of the Word of God. I think of St. Martin de Porres. And one of the things that I always recall that's a favorite childhood memory of mine is my mom and dad to work with uh, Our Lady of Lords in downtown Atlanta uh, and on the feast day of St. Anthony, uh, I'm sorry, St. Martin de Porres in November. And uh, we would, uh, you know, um, you know, honor, you know, back then in Atlanta, now, nowadays, you know, that part of town is, you know, a lot more thriving than before. But, um, you know, to be able to, to, to take elements of humility, you know, St. Martin de Porres had a lifelong life of serving the poor, you know, living a life of of simplicity, you know, we talked about simplicity in the last hour, um, but you know, talk, going back to the universality of our faith, the richness of uh, Catholic, uh, you know, saints, um, the richness of the how the mass is celebrated, and then going back to you know Korea, I had a pleasure in international travel to go to South Korea and partake in a mass. The consistency—I don't speak Korean, unfortunately—but the consistency. You know the order, right? You can go to the Czech Republic, mm -hmm. you can go to you know uh, Luxembourg or you know any country you want, and to see the consistency and the beauty of the richness of the faith—it's it's truly universal. So that that part is absolutely beautiful. Now. Um, one thing that we do is we want to continue that universality of our faith here in Atlanta, and we need your support. We need your pledge. Uh, this is a pledge drive, and we are ha joined here with Nacho talking about the universality of our faith, and we hope that those listeners out there can have the Holy Spirit guide them into visiting questatlanta.com or calling 470-508-1160 because we are trying to raise money for God's kingdom through the evangelization of his word. Oh, sorry, I'm, <laughs> I got I swallowed wrong here, but uh, yeah, no, absolutely, Tony, I, I appreciate that. I also want to mention here, uh, we've got the next three donations that come in, whether it's online through the app or or if you call four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty, you're going to get a twenty dollar Crab Apple Tavern gift certificate. Okay, how cool is that? <laughs> so, Very nice. Yeah, make sure make sure that you're uh, calling in. And I also want to say uh, hi to Cheryl, who has donated. We've also got uh, Rebecca from Marietta, uh, Eleanor from uh, Alpharetta. No, Eleanor is from Johns Creek. Uh, we've got Kathy from Alpharetta, and then uh, oh, I'm going to mess this one up. Uh, I think it's Malika uh, from Dunwoody. We we really appreciate that all of you for for donating and helping support the quest because um we we need this and i i, I want to mention this and i i had had our uh, bookkeeper get this together for us but uh we we have a uh, an automation system here that you know we don't have to have somebody here 24 7 um we we can you know we can leave at five o'clock or six o'clock whatever time and the station runs automatically there's software that does that to lease that software, it's $95 a month. So if you wanted to maybe donate $95, you could pay for one month of that software lease. Um, we have many other expenses too. Maybe you want to donate $1,100 and cover the whole year of that software. That would be cool too. You can do that at 470-508-1160. You can go to thequestatlanta.com or tap the donate button on the Quest Atlanta app. Uh, this is the best of the Quest Pledge Drive on AM 1160, the Quest, and we are speaking with uh, Tony Usita Velez, and uh, I'll just say Nacho. Nacho, Nacho, Nacho's good. Okay. Most and, people know me by Nacho. So. Okay, and Nacho, <laughs> and Nacho is here too. <laughs> Tony? Yeah, and, and I just wanted to echo the thanks, you know, to the Crab Apple Tavern for being able to sponsor, and again, the next three online co or callers are going to get a $20 gift certificate from the Crab Apple Tavern, and Additional thanks to Chick-fil-A. They've been sponsoring breakfast every morning, mm -hmm. and that's some deliciousness right there. So I yeah. uh, appreciate. Who doesn't love a good Chick-fil-A in the morning, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so we appreciate that that contribution because it keeps the uh, our volunteers here at the Quest uh, fueled and ready to take those calls. And again, please find it in your heart, in your pocketbook, in your budget to be able to go online to thequestatlanta.com or call in at 470 508 
1160. We really do appreciate it. It is building on the Quest mission to bring uh, Catholic radio to Atlanta and to evangelize God's kingdom. Now, we're here joined with Nacho. Uh, We are talking about the universality of our faith. Now, what are some of your favorite things, you know, in terms of, you know, uh, the celebration of the Mass, right? One of the best prayers. Let's talk about the Mass and prayer, because oftentimes I think even some Catholics forget that that's, that's a prayer, right? That is, that is worship, right? You know, sometimes people might be going to mass, you know, because it's a good time to just, you know, kind of relax and uh, let the week's worries go by or maybe catch up with some, you know, community friends and things like that. But that is a place of worship. What are your favorite things about the mass that has a level of universality, internationalness that is just unchanged that you like, Nacho? Well, I think <clears throat> to me, the, the first one and most important is the Eucharist, and I think that sometimes we we fall in the in the routine. And some people say, well, you know, the the Catholic Church is too structured, always the same ritual, always the same things. But I think that if you if you look at what Tony was saying, all the all the prayers and everything in the Mass is the Bible, is the Scripture, is scriptural, and it's things that has happened for many many years, you mm-hmm. know. And I always like the, the the history of the centurion, you know, a pagan, a pagan that doesn't even know Jesus directly, and then he sends his servant to tell him, if you pray, f- you know, if you have, the, we know the power, I have the power over the soldiers, you have the power, and if you pray for my servant, he will be cured. I mean, that thing happened two thousand years ago from a pagan centurion. And it's been part of our scripture and ritual for, for years. And it always touches me whenever you get to that moment before the Eucharist to, to say, you know, uh, it's a lesson of humility that mm-hmm. you can repeat all over the world and say, my Lord, my God, you know, and even though I'm nothing, you have the power to forgive me. You have the power mm-hmm. to cure me. And then you receive the Eucharist. So. So many times, sometimes we fall into the routine in the mass, and we miss the all these messages that are happening. And if and if you focus on some of them, they are they are great because they remind you why. I mean, who took the effort that thought it was that important to have the centurion conversation in there? But if if you if you get on it, you know, and you get deep on it, it's going to help you probably focus more on the Eucharist instead mm-hmm. of the ladies the girls screaming. The you know the, the other things that you get distracted in the mass, and that you can repeat it throughout the world. Is amazing, you know. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, and similarly, um, I definitely appreciate you know going uh, humbly to receive our Lord, you know, through the sacrament of the Eucharist. Um, but what's always amazing is to be able to see, and this falls in line with the universality of our faith. Uh, to be able to see, you go in line, and, and this is you know pre-COVID to receive the body and blood of Christ, right? To see, you know, people from, you know, West Africa, from South America, from Canada, from, you know, the Caribbean, uh, from Europe, um, all different, you know, uh, uh, walks of life, all different socioeconomic classes, because we're all God's children. And it all comes down to we all worship his truth. We all recognize his sacrifice. And what I love about, you know, the communion, it's it's very similar every single where you, you go in the world, whether you're going to Notre Dame in, in, in Paris or you're, you're going to, you know, uh, a small church in Asuncion in Paraguay, you're, you're communing, right? You're forming a line and you're taking a time to reflect uh, whether or not you're worthy to receive the purity and of the body of Christ, right? And to be able to 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 go in communion, in concert with others in the community, recognizing that we need His sanctity, right? We need His blood to wash over our sins, to keep keep forward. That's a powerful message, and to to see also, you know, there, there's a saying that we are the body of Christ, right? We the church, the, the 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 Christian church, we are the body of Christ. To see His body go together to receive God's gift to us is is such a powerful spectacle. It never gets old. I'm 46 years old. I'm still super excited. Um, I always say there's two places in life, you know, that it's it's always it's interesting and powerful to see how people come together. One is definitely in receiving communion again, different international people, and then 
the other one is is another passion of mine is is in soccer and football. And uh, you know, Atlanta's hosting the World Cup soon. So to see people of different international uh, parts come in and celebrate the spirit of the game, I think there's a a thing that's very akin you know, to the Catholic faith. And this could be any sport, to be honest, because at the end of the day, as spectators, you know, you, you see, you know, in Major League Baseball, people from different parts of the world playing baseball or the NBA, et cetera, et cetera. Um, everyone's enjoying a common goal. And we have a common goal here in Catholic Radio. Right now, our common goal is to be able to raise a lot of money for this station that is promoting God's kingdom in Atlanta uh, for uh, for God's truth to be shared you know, across the airways. So we need your donations right now. Please go to thequestatlanta.com, download the app. Uh, you can visit online or you can call in 470-508-1160. And I want to mention that uh, the next three uh, donations, and I, whether you do it online or you want to call in 470-508-1160 you're going to get a $20 crab apple tavern gift certificate and what i just realized too think about this let's say you just call in you donate $20 you get the $20 crab apple gift tavern gift certificate you're broken even <laughs> it's a, it's it's a wash i mean you know that i mean that's all it takes go ahead and do that uh, i also want to uh say thank you to uh, alessios and roswell um for, uh, and there's so many sponsors, I mean, so many restaurants and, and businesses that have donated to help support this pledge drive because they realize the importance of this. This is what this is our lifeblood. This is what keeps us going uh, every year. Um, so we we thank you all for that. Let's go ahead and take a little break, okay? Uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back with the best of the Quest Pledge Drive here on the Quest. You are listening to AM 1160 The Quest, and this is our Fall Pledge Drive, where the theme is The Best of the Quest, Stories of Inspiration. After hearing these stories of inspiration, if you are moved to donate, please call 470-508-1160. Go to our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Remember, The Quest is 100% listener supported, and we rely on donations from people like you to stay on the air. We'll be back to the Best of the Quest Pledge Drive shortly on AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. The Quest presents The Family Room, sponsored by Versprite. Father Larry Richards. Forgive us as we forgive. So if there's one person you refuse to forgive, you're going to hell. No, that's not true. God said it right after he taught us the prayer. If you forgive others, your Father will forgive you. If you don't forgive others, neither will your Heavenly Father forgive you. If you're going to pray a prayer, know what it means. Hear this entire conversation on the Family Room Podcast at thequestatlanta.com. New episodes Wednesday mornings at 11 on AM 1160, The Quest. For printing, shipping, and packing, it's the Alpharetta UPS store in the Kroger Shopping Center at Arnold Mill and Crabapple Roads. It's owned by Deacon Leo and Carol Gayhafer. You can go anywhere. Why not support your local Catholic business owner? In today's world, cybersecurity is critical for your business. Award-winning Versprite provides solutions to protect your company from hackers. For protection now, see versprite.com. That's versprite.com. The Quest thanks Versprite for their support. AM 1160 The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic radio, with programming rooted in the teachings of the Catholic Church, helps listeners, both Catholic and non-Catholic, learn more about our faith. People get a lot out of The Quest. Throughout the day, it's so convenient just to turn on The Quest at various times of the day, whether I'm at home getting ready or in the car driving. I am bombarded with news all day when I'm in the car, talk shows and so forth, and they're all so negative and so dark. And no matter what, I can turn on the quest, and it's either, um, you know, Catholic Answers or Call to Communion or Crest in the Afternoon. I learn something. I'm inspired. My spirit lifts, and it's just a blessing. It's a great blessing. None of this would be possible without the support of listeners like you because we are a 100% listener-supported station. We have expenses that need to be covered to keep the quest on the air. So your donation of any amount helps to bring people closer to Christ. You can donate from the Quest Atlanta app or at thequestatlanta.com. The Quest would like to wish a very happy birthday today to Father Tomaru Atraga. Happy, happy birthday! Please join us in the gift of a birthday prayer for Father Tomaru Atraga from you, our listeners, as we say. 
God our Father, we give thanks to you for Father Tamaru, whose birthday we celebrate today. We thank you for his devotion to you and the role he serves as a shepherd of the church. May he enjoy the beauty of your love today in many little ways. We ask this in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. The Atlanta 40 Days for Life Prayer Rally Kickoff and Dinner is September 22nd. Learn about the Atlanta 40 Days for Life Prayer Vigil taking place September 28th through November 6th. More information at thequestatlanta.com. We've all heard it said before. Catholics aren't pro-life, they're pro-birth, and it ends there. Pro-lifers don't care about mothers or babies after they're born. But that's simply not true. Help take away that pro-abortion talking point by supporting Walking with Moms in Need, an initiative helping pregnant and parenting women in need. Your parish is called to help these moms in need. Some parishes in the archdiocese already have this program in place, providing a variety of assistance to moms, including things like maternity clothing, children's clothing, diapers, and having baby showers for moms who chose life. Your time, talent, and treasure are needed. The United States Conference of Catholic Bishops is asking each parish to create their own Walking with Moms in Need program. If your parish has not started the program, ask how you can help start it. To learn more about Walking with Moms in Need and how you can help, go to walkingwithmoms.com. The Best of the Quest, stories of inspiration pledge drive on AM 1160, The Quest. Make your pledge or donation by calling 470-508-1160 on our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Now back to the Best of the Quest pledge drive on AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic radio. I'm Dave Savage, and I am the programming and production manager here at AM 1160, The Quest. And as you just heard, this is the Best of the Quest Pledge Drive, and we are speaking now uh, this hour uh, once again with Tony Yusita Velez, and his guest Nacho is here as well. I just want to mention one more time, uh, I just found out we've got matching funds again up until noon. We, we do have matching funds. So right now, stop what you're doing, pull over, uh, except if you're on that major, you know, Atlanta highway, but <laughs> get to a safe exit. And we have matching funds this hour. So we have about 20 minutes left. Any donation you make right now for the next 23 minutes will be matched, but we'll do it for the whole hour. You know, it'll be done for the whole hour. So those that have already contributed, we thank you. Um, you know, the Holy Spirit was working ahead, but right now we need the Holy Spirit to work. For those listeners that are listening right now on thequestatlanta.com on the mobile app or, you know, through uh, AM 1160, we need to be able to get those donations up. And we have a uh, corporate sponsor that's willing to roll the dice and to make uh, you know, an extra contribution matching dollar for dollar. So please call in now, 470-508-1160, or visit thequestatlanta.com. And I just want to mention that Fred in uh, Sandy Springs just donated, and so he got one of those uh, Crab Apple Tavern gift certificates. Way to go, Fred. Gift... Yeah, so he's going to be having a nice uh, lunch, dinner, whatever, at the Crab Apple Tavern. And uh, there's still a couple more of those left, and so you can take advantage of that. And the matching funds, if you call 470-508-1160, go to thequestatlanta.com or tap the donate button on the Quest Atlanta app. Absolutely. The universality of our faith, uh, the, one of the oldest, oldest functioning institutions that is living on planet Earth today is the Catholic Church. It's God's church. It's his, it's his body and fulfillment of all of us. And we're here joined with uh, Nacho Tabaoda. Uh, Nacho, um, you know, we were talking about this in the break. You know, how rich is the international community, the international Catholic community here in Atlanta? Uh, huge. I mean, I think that, that we were talking at the beginning when I first moved to Atlanta 40 years ago, and it was a very small community. I think it was basically a few, uh, you know, Cuban doctors, Puerto Ricans, and a few Spaniards and Mexicans. But uh, the community is huge. Now it's probably half a million Hispanics, Catholics. You have Vietnamese. If uh, if uh, if you haven't done it, the best thing to find out about the richness and the diversity of the Catholic community is to attend every year to the the yearly meeting when all the Catholics get together. They used to have it at the airport, and they were out for the pandemic. And the first time I went, 
Um, You're talking to uh, the Eucharistic the, con- uh, the, the Eucharistic Congress. Yeah, yeah. And I remember like years ago, you know, I, I, I was working with Sister Margarita that they had a a project to support a uh, these these are Spanish nuns that have mm-hmm. worked for years at the at the archdiocese and they moved to Athens to a trailer uh, park and they've been working with them for years now she's in Miami but she's from Spain mm-hmm. and they moved here is an order the, from Santa Rafaela you know who is the founder in in Salamanca and my mother-in-law knew them and so we were involved with them my my wife is is always been involved helping them and. And, I, and Sister Margarita told me, do you want to go and carry our, our flag? <laughs> so, at the Eucharistic so, Congress? At the Eucharistic yeah. Congress, you know. So I have this picture with all the the sisters and the community from Athens. But then what I was amazed is that suddenly I started seeing the, the Vietnamese with their flags and the the Hispanics and the Mexicans and the richness. And the, the, it's, mm-hmm. it's amazing, you know. So if, if, if you want to see the diversity and now you have, you know, millions, you know. and uh, So you said, what, 40 years ago you came here to Atlanta? No, I, I came to the the states to Kansas, but to Atlanta was probably like thirty five years okay. ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that was before the Olympics. Did the Olympics, the ninety six Olympics, is that kind of where the where it kind of that's took when off? It, yeah, that's when it exploded because mm-hmm. they needed all the the labor and everything, and it suddenly you know it grew. And then you had the Brazilians moved in and mm-hmm. the different Hispanics. I have a group that I meet with for years, and in my group I have. Costa Rican, Colombian, Mexican, Spaniards, and uh, so it's all the uh, Peru, all the different nationalities from South America and Central America. So, so yeah, this is it's an amazing, you know. Can I ask one question here? I, I don't want to steer us off track here too much, but I'm just curious. Now, you all share a common language of all those nationalities you mentioned. Yes. Uh, are, are there cultural similarities as well? Uh, when it comes to the faith, yes. When it comes to personality, yeah, we're very different. You know, it's, but it's kind of like you know, a South African and Australian or or a right, British right. guy. You know, from from Scotland, you, 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 there are going to right. be similarities and differences. And that of makes course, sense. because we are the the motherland, we're always competing. You know, because we you know when people talk about Spain, sometimes they talk with love, sometimes we talk sarcastic, sometimes we go with. Uh, there is there is a lot of fake news, you know, in history. But now we have a. Which are our common faith, and is and it's always great to see how uh, Tony was saying. You know, we all have our saints, we all have our we all have our traditions, but the goal is the same. You know, right? We want to live our faith together. We have a personal relation with Christ, and we want to be loyal to the church and help it uh, grow and get to heaven. You know? Absolutely. Um, you know, one of the things I'll I'll, I'll mention is. Uh, you know that the Holy Spirit has a way of making everything a level playing field amongst a lot of diversity, right? You have the diversity of different people and your cultural different preferences on food, communication, and and everything. But at the end of the day, you know the Holy Spirit still helps to reinforce some of the beatitudes, right, of our faith, right? You know, love, charity, humility, um, all those things are disarming. There might be cultural differences, you know, between countries in Asia Pacific or in Latin America or, you know, between Spain and Latin America and the Caribbean and Mexico. But the beauty is that our faith compels us to act in loving, charitable ways that's reflective of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that is the beauty of the Catholic faith. That is the beauty of the body of Christ. That is the church. Um, one of the things that uh, for many of, of you that are listening that may have heard the word Eucharistic Congress, you know, uh, when I was younger as a cradle Catholic, even even as that, um, I didn't really know what that was so much. And 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 for those that don't know, um, that the Eucharistic Congress is an event that happens. It's usually put on by the archdiocese of every major city. Of course, there's been a break because of COVID for the past couple of years. But you know, up to thirty, forty thousand people attend to be able to give witness to the real presence of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist, which is one of the more powerful aspects and sacraments of the Catholic Church, right? The Catholic Church has those those seven sacraments to which allows us to be able to have fuel in our faith, in our journey, to be able to, to have, to live with confidence, to live with confidence that we are part of God and God is with us. Um, but the Eucharistic Congress happens every single year. It's a great testament. It's such a, talk about diversity. You have people from all over the world in Atlanta that are representing and saying the truth of the the presence, the divine presence, presence of Jesus Christ 
in the Eucharist, and it's absolutely amazing. If you want to get a private showing of this, um, again, you know, the Catholic Church provides this with adoration. And every single Catholic Church has a great time for which you can go in and have private time with uh, your, our Lord and Savior. In the last hour, we called him the chairman of the board, right? And talking <laughs> right. about the business of our faith. But um, to be able to have private time, empty your anxieties out, sit, kneel there before the cross, before uh, this, the, the, the crucifix, and uh, have some, some personal time with Jesus in his full presence is such a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I just mentioned too, uh, and a lot of people probably don't know this, but we've got a chapel here uh, right on the other side of this wall from the studio. Uh, and right now we have Eucharistic adoration going on, uh, and that'll be going on the entire time of this pledge drive. So uh, we're very excited about that, and that's such a an honor. Absolutely. To, to it's, be- a, it's a powerful weapon to be able to just simply step away uh, from this, this, this earth and, and take a slice of heaven and sit in front of uh, God's presence. Now, I, I just want to mention sure. the, the, uh, real quick that we are the best of the quest. This is the best of the quest pledge drive on AM 1160, the quest, and you can call 470-508-1160 to donate. You can go to the questatlanta.com or, uh, on the quest Atlanta app. There's a donate button there as well. Uh, we want to say thank you to Lauren of Atlanta and get this. Uh, she, <laughs> Lauren wanted to, uh, it's in honor of Father Neil, who's going to be on from 4 to 5 o'clock today. But Lauren wanted to take advantage of that match money, so she yes. donated it now. <laughs> we appreciate it, Lauren. That was a wise move. Absolutely. And also uh, George in uh, Madison, Georgia, in honor of you, Tony. So we thank, thank you, George. Yeah, we thank everybody for, for their donations as well. Absolutely. Now, you know, uh, in life, we go through life with trying to be as comfortable as possible, right? Culturally, whether you're in Spain, whether you're in Peru or here in Atlanta, Georgia. And sometimes it's good to get outside of our comfort zone to understand and experience the universality of our faith, you know. Um, And I invite many Catholics, whether they're listening in Atlanta or beyond, to be able to, you know, um, get, you know, meet some of the people that are maybe from other parts uh, of outside of your own hometown. Um, Yeah, I remember the in... John's gospel in chapter four, it talks where Jesus was leaving Judea and he was, had to go through Samaria and there he met, you know, the woman, the, the, the woman at the well. And, you know, of course that whole story was, well, you know, it, it, we talk about foreign lands and this kind of has a draw to what we're talking about here, the universality of our faith. And that's particular, you know, uh, part of John's gospel, you know, the, the, the woman was like, do you know who you're talking to? You know, um, and Jesus you know, knew who, what he was doing, obviously, and it, he was talking to someone that the Pharisees, you know, obviously had shunned. And that's the beauty of the Catholic faith. And that's going back to the disarmament that the Holy Spirit provides. When we carry the Holy Spirit with us, we we appreciate um, those that are serving uh, God's will, that believe in his sacraments, that believe in his commandments, that are seeking his same kingdom. And that you, you, you look past the skin tone. You look past the accents. You look past the vestments that we might have culturally. You look past all of that, and you recognize another brother or sister in Christ, and it's absolutely wonderful. Uh, a story I just want to share that comes to mind is um, daily mass or or just even Sunday mass. We oftentimes take for granted, you know, uh, I, I definitely have fallen victim to rushing out and maybe not putting on my Sunday's best, but I recall um, speaking with... Uh, a Haitian friend that would talk and recount about how Sunday Mass was done in Haiti. And they would wrap their Sunday's best in plastic, you know, in the, like the top part of their, 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 what they would make as a, you know, makeshift closet. And they would walk miles to church. You know, sometimes we complain about getting on 285, 400 to, to, to maybe, you know, go to Christ the King or to uh, Sacred Heart or some of the beautiful churches that we have in the Atlanta area. But, um, you know, this is an example where the universality, the, the fruit, uh, the unique flavor, let's just call it that, of each culture really invigorates. And this is why I invite listeners out there to maybe partake. There's a lot of great, you know, let me talk a little bit about, you know, the different Catholic communities that are here. We have a very robust Vietnamese uh, community here in the Atlanta area. We have the Holy Vietnamese Martyrs Catholic Church that's in Norcross. We have 
Our Lady of Vietnam Catholic Church in Riverdale. And of course, many of our churches uh, around town have uh, certain hours and masses that are done in Vietnamese as well. And that's the beautifulness of our church is to see different communities, different faces come in, families much like you and I that are here in Roswell or listening from, you know, Woodstock or Tucker or Decatur to be able to see, you know, God's people, right, come in and they're thirsting for his word, they're thirsting for his truth, and they're thirsting for his body and blood. And that's amazing. But um, I wanted to just kind of share that story because it really speaks on the universality of our faith. But Nacho, what, what do you think? I mean, and we, we talked a little bit about the, the have you had a chance to maybe um, l- attend some uh, other types of uh, masses here in the Atlanta area Is there, or even, you know, internationally that kind of speaks about the universality of our faith? Well, he, here in Atlanta, I participated in different events, uh, churches mainly Hispanic related but yeah i had the opportunity to go through some of the missions and uh and and some of the processions when we celebrate the lady of guadalupe i'm also the honorary consul of spain uh so i've been invited on certain occasions years ago to do this uh like on the lady of guadalupe to go with all the different flags and and do all the different processions is that how you call mm-hmm. it yeah the, 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 Processiones, we say, because right. yes. I, I want to make sure I wasn't using Spanglish because yeah. sometimes I will, I will Spanglish. No, or, you got it. <laughs> so it's a beautiful event when you see all the the different communities with the different flags and the different mm-hmm. uh, the and the, the way they are basically describing the faith and the, the Holy Spirit uh, is there, and and we have to leave our personal differences aside because sometimes we have a tendency to. Within within the Catholic faith and with any faith, to, to you know, to, to to worry about me, it's not about me. Jesus and God is the one that is present in the cross, and that's the one that we are celebrating here. So when you go into the church or going to the celebration, try to focus on the reason why you are here. Just like Jesus was talking to the Samaritan, and they wanted him to talk to her because she's a woman, and she's also from the enemy. You know, and many times you go in there and suddenly you you see these differences that it could hurt the the purpose and the reason why we are Catholic and why we follow Jesus. So we have to learn to be humble and focus on, on the positive sides that right. we see on the different cultures and not to bring our own personal, you know, whatever it is that is going to... Basically the devil. You just have to keep the devil away from mm-hmm. it and focus on, on, on the Holy Spirit and the faith. But yeah, it's, uh, it's been always very enlightening for me coming from Spain because Spain you only had one culture. Mm-hmm. Spain, you know, but but and we have very diversified and all kinds of different celebrations. But but here it was good to see how everybody in their own countries are expressing the same faith and the same love for Christ. Mm-hmm. Can I? I'll just jump in here too, and I want to uh, tell this little story. Um, you know how, no matter where you go, it, you know you're on vacation or whatever, and you know maybe you're going to Panama City Beach or whatever. The church down there, the Catholic church, you're going to have the same Sunday readings as you are here, everywhere, it's, yes. it, or daily readings for that matter. Uh, my family and I were on vacation in Orlando a few years ago, and we were looking for a mass. You know, we want to go to mass, so we're looking at the times and everything and where the churches were and everything. It's like, oh, okay, here's a mass at whatever, 11 o'clock. It didn't say it was Spanish on the on the thing. <laughs> so we, and my family, and, yeah, my family and I, none of us speak a, a maybe a couple words but you know not enough but we went to the mass and didn't understand a word of it but we knew exactly what was going on you know we knew where the consecration was and we knew all that stuff and so basically we just went over the readings after you know i've got it on my phone you know but but we were able to participate in the eucharist and and even though we didn't understand what i didn't get one word out of the homily but you know, it, that's that's. I think that's part of the universality of, of our absolutely, faith. absolutely. And then you get to see, you know, other uh, members of God's uh, church to be able to, you know, see their conviction, right? And especially when you go to communion, to see that conviction, to see that humility in receiving the the purity and the of the body, His body and blood is amazing. Speaking about universality, you know, in in recent uh, months, there's been a lot of uh, persecution of Catholics worldwide. You know, you've you've seen it in in Syria, you've seen it in Lagos, uh, Lagos, uh, Nigeria. You know, where you had a lot of uh, uh, parishioners being massacred, and 
this, this is where when you hear these news as a Catholic, you, your, your heart sinks because we are a member of one church, right? And to be able to see that we have the freedom to celebrate our faith here in this country, in this state, in this city, and to not, you know, be, um, you know, persecuted to that level, right? Uh, there might be other types of persecution. It's, it's inspirational. Um, speaking about the universality of the faith as well is that, you know, most of us Catholics speak in the context of the Roman rite, right? Mm-hmm. And there's other rites that are in full communion of the Catholic Church. You know, you have the Byzantine rite, you know, you have the Alexandrian rite, you know, and they're in full, you know, you have the Armenian rite. And, you know, the, the Maronites, the, the Maronites, it, it's so enriching. And, and you know, I, I advocate just like, you know, you kind of stepped in, Dave, to that Spanish mass mm-hmm. uh, to be able to enjoy, you know, the, the richness, you know, of the faith, uh, even attending a Latin mass, which is one of my favorite things to do is to be able to see the reverence. And, and as we explore different types of celebrations, you know, to see the reverence in our worship. One thing I always like to say is we have to make sure that whether we're in Hawaii and they can be very festive or in Puerto Rico and very festive as well, or, or here in, 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 in the United States, whether it be in Atlanta, Chicago, Detroit, et cetera, is to make sure that we have to make sure as Catholics that to not let the worship be the worship, right? Oftentimes we let the event be the event. And the event that is center is, you know, God's sacrifice, his love, his forgiveness, his, his, his commandments. And uh, it's, it's really comes to life as we experience, um, you know, going through, like you said, uh, Dave, um, you know, being able to experience and, and see how others, their conviction, maybe sharing some, some similar stories and, and whatnot. But um, the last thing I'll, I'll I want to just mention because I know we're running out of time and I want to most importantly say that if you've been listening thus far, we've captivated your attention. Now we want to captivate your wallets and, and, and ask you to please, please make a donation. Uh, visit us at thequestatlanta.com. Call us at 470-508-1160. Dollar for dollar matching right now. Make it count. You got make three it, minutes left. You got that. three minutes left and you got to make your dollar go the extra mile. We got corporate sponsorships are going to make it mm-hmm. count. So please call in right now. 470-508-1160. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your colleagues, tell your business associates. Um, one thing I have to mention here that this really came to life as I was, uh, you know, looking at it was, um, Matthew twenty eight nineteen through 20. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I've commanded you. The context of this is obviously Jesus commissioning his uh, apostles, his disciples, to be able to go out and make believers of nations. And that's exactly what they did. And this is the root. This is the root of our faith. And from there, here we are today in 2022 with all the archdioceses around the world with the the same oral tradition that we have in conjunction with God's holy word. It's a beautiful faith and it is truly reflective of the universality of our faith. Absolutely. We also, uh, I just want to mention that Mary from Atlanta uh, has donated and also uh, Marcella from Johns Creek. They're taking advantage of that match. We've got like who wouldn't honestly a, a minute left here if you want to get in on that 60 match. seconds it's yeah and and anything uh real quick to, to wrap it up we're going to get into the angelus we're going to pray the angelus here in just a little bit but anything you want to add in closing uh, well th- thanks for for having me here and to be able to share our faith Thank and, you for and, being I, here. and i think it's great to see the holy spirit at work and to continue with the work that mother angelica started years ago on the legacy so mm-hmm. thank you absolutely thank you Tony, we good? We are good. Let's uh, get those final numbers in, and uh, we appreciate your time and inviting us over, Dave.